0: Well, we should get a clearer picture of what the blue diamond and the golden slipper picture looks like as another little piece of the jigsaw gets placed on Saturday when we've got the Preludes in Melbourne and we've got another very nice two-year-old race up in Sydney as well. And the man who holds most of the chips at the moment is Peter Snowden when we speak of the big two-year-old races and he joins us this morning. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Morning, Michael. Yeah, very well,
1: thanks.
0: Good. Um, most people think Kings Gambit's going to be racing in Sydney this weekend. Is that the way you're going?
1: I think so. Yeah, we didn't, didn't accept with the Melbourne either Colts, so we just accepted both in Sydney. So, uh, yeah, they'll either one will run here on Saturday, and one following on Saturday and the silver slipper.
0: Is that because it's it's less arduous for your your two year olds to be making those trips uh, interstate?
1: Yeah, it's it's just a it wasn't just come down to me. It was, a, it, was a, it was a call made by the ownership group, and uh, what their thoughts were, and what their main op- objections were. Or, or, target races were, and um, at this stage it seems to be in Sydney, but I certainly wouldn't run up Blue Diamond for one of them either. Um, they could just go down there on game day and just uh, drop in. We'll just uh, get a bit of water going on the bridge first, but we just want that second run to be in Sydney rather than get to Melbourne.
0: Okay, so th- there's still uh, a chance for those who might have taken some of the early odds about King's Gambit that he could end up in a in a Blue Diamond, or, or do you think it's more likely maybe that Don Corleone could come down?
1: Uh, either one, and if uh, you're on either one of you've got a great chance. You're both a very talented Colt, so if they find their way there, they'll be. Uh, certainly know they're there. Um, yeah, it's just, as I said, the next title will tell us a bit more where we're going to go, and uh, which race we take, with which horse. Um, it's a good, good position to be in. But it's one that you just need a bit of thought process put through and just try and analyse it as much as we can and hope we make the right decision.
0: What do you make of King's Gambit first up run? It just didn't go to plan from when the moment the gates opened.
1: Yeah, look, I, I thought I was happy enough with it, and that's a disappointing got beat. But there's a lot of things happened. The biggest thing for this bloke was he only had one trial going in. I didn't want to trial him any more than that. He's not a gross horse. So he's, not, he's plenty of him, but he's not, not like he's a big heavy horse. So they only gave him one trial going in, but on the day that he raced, it was 40 degrees. You couldn't mm. breathe. It was that hot. And he really, he's a, he's a fairly warm horse himself, and he just, he was wet all day. Uh, not a nervous sweat, but just, just, you know, some people feel heat more than others' horses are the same. Some horses really feel heat, and he the first time he's been in heat like that, and he really felt it. It was just, he wasn't comfortable all day for mine, and um he, he raced a touch later in the stride, but that didn't matter. He had a nice run behind the leaders, but he's still quick and nice. And uh, it was just the last 50 metres, just like that bit of race uh, fitness that uh, the winner had, had two trials and one run. So he's had a fair bit more work he, under his belt than what he had. But uh, I was pleased to see the sex was nice later and going through the race and analysing. But he ran the faster 600 of, of the race. So that, for mine, to my mind, I don't think he's gone bad. I just thought uh, just with the heat and uh, just been a touch underdone probably brought about his defeat on the day
0: did it take a little while to recover after that heat
1: it did it just took him a couple of days He, he look he was never hurt by it he came out and ate that night it just didn't really hurt him but he did tuck up a bit he'd lighten off uh, but by the Monday he was fine and uh, back to his normal self he's been great ever since he's worked yesterday morning he was excellent so tells me he's back on track ready to go whether we wait, go this week or next week we'll decide later but except with both Colts for Saturday and Sydney, and uh, we'll see if the draw throws up.
0: Yeah. Uh, will you try and split them? Um, or oh, yeah, no,
1: yeah. they won't, both won't run together. Yeah. They'll be just just be one, yeah.
0: How do you compare both of them?
1: Good question. I still don't know the answer. If you ask me a fortnight I think I would have said King's Gambit. But uh, watching Don Kelly only run the day he won, mm. that was the most impressive win, to my mind, that, that I've seen this year of any horse. So even was more impressive than King's Gambit's win, so... Uh, he's an exciting horse.
0: Yeah, he looks a horse, too, that um, he was so strong at the end of that 1,000, so there'd be no concerns about a strong 1,200, maybe even a bit further?
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that either. He's a very laid-back customer. Uh, that's why I put blinkers on him. His first start, I would never do that normally, but, but this sort of horse, knowing that he, he had to show me what he's been doing at home, and uh, but he, he's just so laid-back. You could ride him in front or come from last on him. He's, he's that sort of horse
0: things can change quickly in the two-year-old scene, but how have you seen the overall uh, landscape of the two-year-olds this season?
1: Well, there's some nice horses there. It's very early for a lot of them, so nothing's been dominant, but I've seen some bit of talent there, and um horse that Anabelle did a good job to win the other day. It's not a lot of her it though. She's the only light thing, whether it's going to last another month five weeks might be a hard question to answer, but, but um, there's some talent starting to get around now. Were, both those races last week were very strong races.
0: Gee, this light fingers is gonna be some race on Saturday, isn't it?
1: That's a great race. That's very that's probably the strongest rendition of that race I've ever seen. It's it's just stacked. Normally you don't get good for starting this early, but they're they're all there and um, it's it's a great race. Very, very strong race.
0: Well um, you run both Revolutionary Miss and She's a Belter?
1: Yeah, they they both have to get going yeah, the the path they're going, they both need to run here to run two weeks into the surround and two weeks two weeks into Kumor possibly. So, um now it's just a race they both need to have. But really happy with both of them. Beverly She Miss, she's been ready to go for a while. I gave her three trials, which I don't normally do, but last prep I only gave her two soft trials, and she, she raced flat as as attacked the first start. So I uh, then kept getting me in through the prep, so this time I'm going to her a bit more work before she's, she's racing. So, I hope this will take her better, bit quicker this time through, and that should be the case. She's a belt had one trial, but it was an absolute cracker. Uh, mm. Fantastic trial. And she's a very, very good filly, so um, touch wood so far. This prep has been an eventful last prep. I had that much go wrong when it wasn't funny, and you know? she had to be a freak to put up what she, what, with what she had and come through the other other end and uh, had two starts, and she went incredible both. She just run a blind her first start, and she won the hot Danish by about three, just running away from a good-class, older mares field, so she's, she's very talented.
0: She's got that X factor, hasn't she? Uh, is she a yeah. horse that could really jump into that Group 1 company?
1: Oh well surely has against her own age but I think she's capable of what I've seen to, to say yes she can mix it in Open Class and be a Group 1 performer for sure
0: Would you be thinking maybe even a, a, a Doncaster?
1: Uh, well it's probably the, the, the Kulma will be your first throw mm. at the Open, open Class um, uh, she got the surround in a fortnight which will be it's Group 1, it'll be very tough but 1400 metres I think that's a perfect trip and um and the Coolmore will be after that, A couple of weeks after that, so that'll be a testing testing point for her. Meeting some older mares, seasoned tough mares, um, and a good one at fifteen hundred. That's always a hard race, but if she comes through that, boy, we never know.
0: Big money, uh, big field in the English Millennium. You've got Divine Glory, who goes around there, and um, don't know whether uh, Learning to Fly you know, should be chasing home horses of of that quality. But where do you think Divine Glory's at? Oh, I think
1: she wants a bit further. Mm. But she did it because it's, it's, it's a big paycheck, and uh, she's very genuine. Um, it'll be a fast-run race. She's drawn a middle gauge so she should back a bit further this time what she was last start. And she'll hit the line. She's a chance of running a place at best, I think. But she'll be better suited when she gets out to the, the, the mayor's race in a couple of weeks' time. Um, the twelve hundred meter race, I think, will suit her better.
0: How's Marzu uh, come back?
1: Really good. He's trialing Monday. That's his first trial back. And uh, he'll, he'll have another trial on the twenty and then um, we'll decide then whether we go to New Newmarket first up or not. But he's going on great. He's in yeah. good
0: order. Uh, do you think that's a, a, a viable option, Newmarket?
1: I think so. I think we've had a tentatively bring in the handicap. He said we'd get around the 56 kilos, and if we've got that sort of weight. I reckon it's every chance we'll be there.
0: Have you got a couple of fillies racing at Sandown, uh, Gennady and Cythera as well?
1: Yeah, two nice fillies. Gennady only, only lightly raced. A bit of a step up in class for her. But Cythera, uh, on the other hand, she's already stakes winner, stakes placed again, and just, it's just a couple of starts. So she's, she's very talented, and um, no, they both will run well. But, um, she's had two trials to get her ready for that, so she's ready to go.
0: Have you got many others that you, you might have earmarked for some of the bigger races in Melbourne in the autumn?
1: Uh, well, she's a belted in also on the All-Star Mile, um, off-flame. Uh, who did the race down there for him? So, mm. yeah, there's, there's a few nice races coming up for us in Melbourne, and it's a few, a few nice horses, but um, this stage we've got in both fires Sydney and Melbourne, so we'll see how the form stands up.
0: Yeah, looking forward to seeing them all on Saturday. Have you got a midweek winner at Warwick Farm for us?
1: I don't know a winner, but in race three we've got a filly called Wall- by she won in your last starting at, the, at Warwick Farm, and she's a progressive filly, she meets a couple of handy horses, but I think she can go a bit further than what she's at the moment, so she'll be running well.
0: Good luck. Uh... Pete, great to catch up. Especially looking Please forward to it. seeing those two-year-olds. Welcome,
1: mate. Thanks very much. Thank you.